Hi, this is David from Obscure Reference Games, and I've been kidnapped by Legends of Tabletop. Please send help. So when you get inside, you notice the walls are carved with strange, you know, faces that I guess you would call them monsters. You know, they're, you've seen all kinds of drawings in, you know, Bibles and things like that. So it looks like these monstrous faces uh, carved into the stone. And then further on, there are, I guess, the equivalent in Christian mythology would be, you know, saints. So you see naked human saints carved, um, you know, just you know there is no pattern to them it's just you know some monstrous faces and then you know saints and you're assuming these are the saints that were the 52 saints and kings on the other dial and you know with the flickering flames you know just the shadows make them dance around a bit and look a bit strange especially the you know the monster faces uh once you step inside the inner chamber the floor underneath you shifts slightly and all of a sudden you see kind of like a staircase. Almost like when you step on it and all of a sudden the the floor kind of recedes into itself and makes itself into a staircase going down. So Sit Lolly falls down. Like as he's watching the torch on the wall, and you see like it's like dancing. So he's like capering in front of the monsters. He's like shaking his hands and shit. And then as they get a little bit farther and the floor shifts, he's like, ah! It like just falls, the spear clatters to the floor. And then he like he gets up and he looks around and he's like he's like face like hands down, like and his face is near like where the steps go down. What is wrong with you, man? Keep Keep your wits about you. And she, Maria helps him up and gets the stick and puts it in his hand like, like, you know, like an adult would do for a kid, you know, except for like really nastily, like, here's your spear. Here you go. You know, takes the shoulders and like stiffens them up, you know, like, come on now. He, he grins at you really big and he reaches into his pouch and he holds out a coca leaf to you. <laughs> 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 she, even though she's like like seriously irritated with him she just takes it and tries to find a pocket or somewhere to just kind of slip it in and then just to there he, he kind of claps his hands he says yes it's, yes it's medicine and he reaches in he pulls out like a big fucking waddle like gnawed up coca leaf and like sticks another one in his cheek <laughs> And then he looks like he's going to drop it on the floor, but then he's like, oh, we're in the temple. So he's like, ah. Uh, and as Maria turns around, he just kind of like tucks it. Like, in, like I don't know if she has like a um, like a crusader type. Uh, I forget the fuck they call him. The um, fabric over top of the armor. So he would just like look for a little spot and kind of like just tuck it. So he, he wasn't like disrespecting the temple. You want me to make a so stealth check? So he's, so he's trying to stick it into my robe? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah. If if he decides to do a stealth check, then I'll just then it's up to that. So, well, so it'll be contested. I mean, I I don't know if that would 
theoretically be contested. Is Kurt paying attention, or is you know? I guess that's the thing. If I waited for him to turn around, yeah. So I, I was gonna say, if, if yeah, if he waits for me to turn around, then it's up to the stealth check. Otherwise, if I if he's trying to do it as soon as I'm looking right at him, then obviously I'm gonna contest it. Okay, so he, he waits for you to turn around. My stealth is two, good sir. Uh, so three and four. Ooh, is a seven. Okay, so you stealthily accomplish accomplish your goal. <laughs> he looks back at Sebastian, just a huge grin, and is like, you know. And <laughs> I just sort of pat you on the shoulder. <laughs> and he will follow Maria because she's obviously the best warrior. Okay. So you guys, the, the steps have gone. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming you're at the bottom of the steps, right? Because it lolly fell, or did you fall at the top? Fall at the top. So, like, he was, okay. like, looking down the steps. Like, his head was, like, where the top step would be. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, you know, you start going down the steps, and, you know, you've noticed the shadows on some of the other, you know, when you were walking back on the playing against the walls of the of the carvings. Um. And first you assume that's just from, you know, all the lights from your torch that Seb's holding and the sensors, but you kind of soon realize that they seem to be moving on their own. Um, and it's almost like the, your light is kind of pushing them away or kind of affecting them rather than creating the shadows. And then once you get to the bottom of the steps, there seems to be someone speaking at the edge of your hearing in like a low raspy voice. Um, you can't understand the words, but they seem to be something like ha you, ha you, ha kaya. And it's just repeating over and over again. Um, it's words you don't understand. It probably wouldn't be anything that you would, could be able to you know, decipher with a check or anything. But you do recognize that the name ha you is the name of the guardian that the holy man told you in the village. And then, once you get to the bottom of the steps and hearing this, three more shadows kind of coalesce in front of you, so we have three more to go after. Hmm. All right, my initiative is three. Yeah, I still have the same initiative, so we I would... still one? Yep, yeah, still one, so it would be Maria and Sit Lolly first. Danny, if you want, you could trump that. If you burn a card... Uh, I get the value, don't I, or is it just one? Yeah, you you can add the the value of the card to your initiative, but I don't remember if it's from your deck or from your hand. Let me see if I can find it. It would be from my hand, I believe. I'm sure it's from my hand. Uh, I could, actually, because if I burn it, if you guys are going first, I'll burn a two then, and that brings me up to three as well, and then I'll just go last in three of us. Okay. You could go before. I, it's no, no, not at all, sir. <laughs> I'm a priest. I'm thinking about more pious things. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Maria would definitely. Maria would definitely go first because she's always thinking about. She's always the one that's jumping head first. So. Okay. So go ahead and attack. Alrighty. Good lord. So there's three of them. But they're you know they're kind of. The, the the passage is wide enough so you're not all bunched up or you know in a in a kind of order so you're all kind of maybe you may be a bit staggered but you're all kind of abreast so <clears throat> it's not like 
the person out front is going to be taking the brunt and the shadows kind of coalesced kind of each in in front of one of like one of in each in front of each of you okay so of course i'm gonna i think i'm i think what maria is gonna do is maria is actually going to attack the one that's in front of sitlali okay because she just figures that sitlali is not gonna be any help (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) So she's just like, might as well, like, even though she may take the brunt of a hit from the one that's in front of her, she's going to go for the one that's in front of him instead. Okay. Um, so. One card for your, or you would um, play two, or however many cards you have for your melee. Yep, and then so I get two cards plus my melee score. Mm-hmm. So. Boy. This whole this whole card thing is really like <laughs> muffing me up. Dice is so easy; it's just like oh oh, looks like it. This is like eh, I don't know. Let's see. Um, yeah, I'm gonna burn two good cards. So I have a thirteen. Okay. So this is a successful. This is a critical success. So Ooh. you go ahead and. Swing your sword at the one in front of Sitlali. It passes through because he tries to attack back. He's not trying to dodge. He just try that it tries to attack right back at you, and mm-hmm. it dissipates as your sword passes through it. So now it's a critical. How do we want to? Because that was uh, above five. How do we want to play that super success? Where's that at? Um, um. Trying to see how we uh, should be on page 31. 31? Yes. Okay. Well, so the second one is your opponent falls down or someone else ends up in a disadvantageous situation. So maybe the one that was going to go after Maria maybe like misses its beat. Okay. Well, then we can say maybe it, it, it loses its round or something. It loses its turn in the rotation maybe kind of thing let's do that because you, you know like it lunges he, at her and then he yeah. you know she goes the other way and it like kind of it, sails past because it was expecting the, the one in front of maria was expecting it to come at her to come yeah. at her to come at it and then she goes against the other one okay that sounds good that's a good way to handle that one so now there are two shadow demons the one in front of sit lolly's gone the one in front of seb is still there and then obviously the one that was in front of maria is kind of wrong-footed now how far away are they so there's not one in melee like are we like within like you know 15 square feet so for me to use my a lot of makes sense right yeah yeah so it's not a a, it's not a range in melee kind of thing you can you can go ahead and use that all right um so my melee is one and i have no card slots colored in yeah, but you're not doing melee. You're doing range now. But uh, do I have enough range to be able yeah, to we'll throw say, this? We'll say the one in front of you, which was closest, was the one Maria took care of, and okay. the one that was Maria, you know, kind of got wrong-footed and went backwards. So it's in it's 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 within ranged range now, not not melee. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. so I will use that, and then um, <laughs> walk me through this again. I can play how many cards? 
So how many? So what's your so, level? For oh, range? my level is one, right? So I can only play one. No, no, for for ranged on your shield. Yep. Is oh, three cards, plus. Is there is there cards blacked out underneath it? I'm trying to see your card, your character sheet is. Uh, I didn't print out that second page. It well, just it said three plus. No, it should so be the first knowledge. page. So shooting, so it would be shooting. So you have oh a, shooting, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a three and then two cards. So you pull two cards and play the three. All right. Um, Obviously, you'd want to if you have any spades because that's combat. You know, you'd want to play those because then you get those cards right back. Yes. So I have a six of spades and a four of spades uh, with my plus three is going to give me thirteen. Okay. And I get to draw two cards back. If you played spades, yep. If you yes. played both spades, you go back. Yep. Sweet. Okay, so you throw the spear. The spear goes through the shadow. The shadow dissipates. And your spear kind of just hangs in the air for a second huh. and then drops to the ground. So you had a, another critical terribly so i just didn't want your spear to like smash into the wall or anything so yeah yeah <laughs> so like fast was, faster yeah. than maria would think possible given his actions up to this point like with one deft motion like he he pulls the like the a waddle out like jams the spear in it and just like fucking hucks it as hard as he can and then it you know it sticks into the thing and then he kind of like he stops and he kind of like cans his head like well, that's the weirdest thing i've ever seen <laughs> And then it like drops to the ground and he turns around and he looks at her like, yeah. Maria actually claps her hand on his shoulder and and gives him like a, you did it, buddy, kind of look, but doesn't say anything. Awesome. Okay, Seb, so you're up now in the order. Um, I think I'm going to cast Expel Demon. Uh, uh, Would I need to know if they're demons before I cast it? Um, would, I, would that be something I could check on? Like do a normal reception? Yeah, do you have a, is there rights or I'm trying to think of a religious check. Like, uh, I've or, got rights for sure. Um, or knowledge. Yeah, whatever, whatever is better. Yeah, whatever is better. In which case, uh, do I resolve that first then, yeah, quickly? Sorry? So, that, so I'll resolve that quickly. Okay. Uh, on rights, I would get a nine. Okay, yes, it is a demon. Excellent. In which case, I will indeed then try expel demon. Um, so, uh, target demon in your sight is ten meters away from you. Um, so I move closer if he's fifteen meters or whatever. No, um, yeah, you're close. You're with ten meters would be thirty feet. Yeah, you're it's within ten feet. So excellent. He's got to confront me with his competence skill, and then I'm going to burn it's divine the two diamonds I've got, which are five and a four. So I'd get a total of 14. Okay. He got 13. Okay. So if I'm successful, which Mm -hmm. I am with consequence, uh, he'll suffer one disadvantage towards all his actions till the end of the scene. And if successful by critical, there's other stuff, but that won't apply. So it just impedes him. Um, Okay. He has one disadvantage when he goes next then. And because I'm trying to figure this out as I go, uh, I used all diamonds, which is my core set. Does that mean I draw two cards back? Yes, if you use two cards that are 
corresponding to my yeah you pulled it back yeah exactly excellent Kurt played two cards that weren't of the same suit right so yep. he would not pull the cards so those are burned. I'm with yeah. you yeah. cool that makes sense so I hope we get to a point where I can get some more cards <laughs> yeah but I think I think like what Daniel said is this is you know you you break it up so because of the way you guys have no health <laughs> cards it's it's a little bit more forgiving of breaking it up to make sure you can go ahead and you know re replenish those oh gotcha. actually i think at the beginning of each scene you draw back up to seven so kurt yeah. i think you would have started this combat with seven cards okay which i actually had because beforehand i used the cards and yeah, was same. able to get them back because they use the spades. But now, after this one, I'll be able to replenish once yeah, we so get. Yeah, we go after this. After this is resolved, then you can go ahead and pull those back. Cool. Okay, so, so Daniel or Seb casts. Was it yeah, spell demon? Is that what it was? That was the that was the expel demon. And then all I need to know from you is the, uh, or. I suppose you're supposed to mark it down your end because I think it's supposed to be hidden, but it's the level of the demon because I've got to expend points for it. Okay. So, so I had, I've spent two mana. I've just spent um, one, two, or three more. or depends what level the demon is. But I, I, I didn't quite understand that. It looks like it's supposed to be concealed from me, so it's sort of guessing on my part. Okay. So I guess you're kind of trying to guess what level of demon this is, right? And then I'm not supposed to tell you. Is that what we're saying? Exactly. If I I can spend as much mana as I want, but as I start to spend more mana than I've got, I accrue corruptions, and uh -huh. I'm trying to guesstimate how corrupted okay. I become. So I, I've spent I've spent one mana per demon level, and I had three left at the time. Okay. So, oh, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. So. I'm guessing I'm a, I'm going to call it level one. I'm guessing I'm a two or five, but you would know the, the reality you're in. That's kind of how okay, so I think. I'm uh, that's right. I'm supposed to keep if 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 the number you spend. So out the way, is, yeah, the way it works, I think, is if I spend mana excess of being at zero for every one mana I would spend, I'd accrue like one corruption, uh -huh. and make caveats and, and penalties. So it's a kind of there's a weird cloak and dagger game where the, yeah. only the GM really knows the amount of corruption you've accrued of points. Yeah, I gotcha. yeah. Okay, so I'll, I will mark that down, or if I have to mark that down, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got that. So there's no damage or health or anything, right? It's just you've inflicted a disadvantage on him for his turn. That's it, Kurt. Okay, so he, it is you know kind of shimmers a bit and it looks like it's lost a bit of you know it's a little bit less or it's more incorporeal is that right incorporeal it's a little less solid now mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but it's still there so it's going to turn around to you and uh, try to attack you um, okay so he's got a so he's attacking Seb. Mm -hmm. So Seb, do you want to go ahead and contest that? So how does this work? Sorry, for contesting okay, these. So we're, I'm assuming you you can either attack. Oh wait, you can't attack back because actually no, you can't attack. Was it you can counter attack all the time and it doesn't count? No, because you've already used. Well, your you can so only. Yeah, if you, you still have it. Yeah. So if he attacked this round, I don't. 
No. No, because you only get one action. action. Yeah. It's you can dodge really one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you can dodge um, Seb. You know, I think that's under. I forget what the is it. Uh, athletic. So if you yeah, have you athletic, think I can athletic check. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have no cards in that, so I'll draw one, take a minus three. Okay. I actually draw six, and I've got one point in it, so I would get seven minus three before. Okay. So he demon kind of attacks you. You don't feel anything necessarily damage wise, mm-hmm. but I need you to make a discipline check. Okay, a little bit better on that front. I got two cards and a plus three. So I drew a two, which I would ignore, and I got a six. So I got a total of nine. Okay, and he played two cards, and his attack is a ten. So he hits you, and you kind of just freeze in place. So, you know, you've cast a spell... You know, you've used your holy, I was going to say magic, but it's really not. So you've used, uh, you know, the the strength of, you know, the Lord to inflict some damage on this demon. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the fact that you hit him and then he kind of struck back at you, you're kind of not struck dumb. That's the wrong thing. You're just kind of frozen. You're, you know, you're, I don't know what kind of history you have with, you know, actually seeing demons or you know the unnatural but you're kind of just kind of frozen in place for a minute mm-hmm. you don't lose any damage but you're you're locked into place and can't act mm-hmm. so from okay. a rule standpoint you would just have to try to make that check on your next turn um, okay or you know or if the, if the shadow demon dies then you're free but then we'll just make that check on your next turn mm-hmm. so that round is done um I'm assuming you guys are all pretty close together. You're all within like 10 or 15 feet of each other. And uh, the demon you know, just just hit Seb, and Seb kind of looks like he's not in awe because that sounds like going, but it's just kind of he's, he's left dumbstruck for a minute. So now we're back to the top of the round again. Okay, so before Maria attacks, he's going to look at Seb and be like, Seb, are you okay? And I just jib it to myself. <laughs> uh, some prayers. Maybe start praying or... <laughs> so does it look like besides the being an awe, does it look like he's there? The who said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's there. It's just he's frozen. He's kind of, you know, he's kind of struck by maybe the magnitude of what's going on. It's like, holy crap, this is actually something out of the Bible that's attacking me, you know, demon. Okay. Like, I just want to make sure that, to fight it. Yeah, you know, exactly. it's not something like it, to me it doesn't seem like it's like way worse than that. So No, no. No, he's not. Yeah, it's just like he's he's frozen. He can't. Yeah, you know, he can't act. Okay, um, so she's gonna let out kind of a little bit of a like a uh, a yell to kind of get its attention, and then she's gonna go right after it. Okay, go ahead. Um, so this is a thirteen. Okay, and the demons got. Two cards, and I got an 11. So you've hit it, and you the sword passes through it, and it kind of shimmers a bit, so it was already a little 
less solid after Seb, you know, expelled, tried to expel, or did expel Demon on it. So mm-hmm. it seems like it's gotten a little bit less now than it was on the previous round. So it, you can, it doesn't really make any noise, but you can see it kind of almost shrink a little bit. It loses a little bit of its uh, shadowy mass and it's gotten a bit less solid. So next is gotcha. Sit Lolly. All right. So I think uh, you can move like eight meters, which seems ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's a big piece of eight. <laughs> So can I uh, dash to my fallen spear, load it into the the and, and huck it? Wait, because I think you you had a critical. So let's just say you know the the spear hit the wall and break, and you you're able to you know we can roll that into being able to rearm and go ahead and throw it. Yeah, cool. Uh, so I will do that, and I am going to. Oof. How many freaking cards do I have in this thing? I think once your deck's done, you have to reshuffle it then, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I can play two cards, and I get a plus three. Oh. I am going to play a f- five of clubs and a three of hearts to give me eight, and that'll give me an 11 total. Okay. So what happens when you pull the joker? Uh. For the GM, I'm not sure if it's the same. Oh, you can't pull. You can't play it as a regular card. It um, you play the Joker after after you determine uh, failures and successes. You can mm-hmm. discard the Joker and add or remove a positive or negative consequence. Okay. I think if you flip it off the top of your deck, you just flip another card. Okay, that so that's, right? that's what happened. Yeah, so that's what happened. So, um, what did you say you got? You got eleven. Yes. Okay, so you just succeeded. So, you hit him. You hit the demon, and he can't get away, or he can't, you know, counterattack. He was unsuccessful with that. So okay. So that was an eleven, and he got a nine. So he looks like he's, you know, he's going back down even more so he's you know kind of dissipating or it's kind of dissipating uh a little bit less than it was after maria and seb hit so now it is seb's turn so you're 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 I I is kind of repeat my right. discipline check yeah 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 okay yeah. Six, six, six. three plus a one four uh plus six ten okay ten ten yeah Okay, hold on. Let me shuffle my cards because I just finished. And so, so well, your your spear kind of hit it and just kind of dropped down and didn't go flying out anywhere. Okay. Uh, as you're reshuffling, I guess we can point out as far as the mechanics go uh, that the GM has a deck of cards, and then based on the level of the um, NPC, whether it's monster or otherwise, you'll flip a number of cards equal to the level and add those together. That is correct. Okay, so Seb got a 10, trying to break the the hold that this Shadow Demon has on him. And the Shadow Demon gets a plus. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I think it's a 2. Is it 12? So 12. Okay, so the you're still held. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm trying to see if there's any damage on this. It doesn't look because some things of these you suffer an injury. No, this one is just you're completely locked. You can't do anything. So the the shadow demon, you know, has been attacked and it kind of looks back at you and gives you the shadow stink eye to keep you kind of held. Where you're at. So you're, <laughs> you're still kind of locked up and saying hail mary under your breath and not able to attack. So. Okay. So with the Jokers, it when you discard it, it's a disadvantage or advantage for you, correct? I, th- I think it's different for NPCs, though, isn't that the... Yeah, I, I well, think I was so. wondering about, about if I could get rid of my Joker for Seb to get to maybe like be like, you know, try to say something to shake him out of it. I don't know. I don't uh, think you, you can share cards. It, it, it says the requirement is blah 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 at confrontation in which you have taken part. So if we were cooperating with check, you could, but if you aren't, you can't. Seems if to be you're pushing on a door or something, you know, if you're doing yeah. something cooperative, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, so that was um, that was. Now we're back to the top <clears throat> of the order again, right? We're back to Maria. Well, she's just going to keep coming at it because she is just, she's reckless and she doesn't care energy. She's going to try to get rid of this thing to get us past. So Um, do another melee. So that is a nine. Okay. So this is a 10. So you missed and it's going to, so how do we do this? So, if I wanted to counterattack, Maria got a nine. I got a ten. I uh, think you're successful. Yeah, because if it it just has to be higher than the higher than the um. But actually, no, because I didn't. I didn't do it. I didn't do it as an attack. So if I would have done it as an attack, yes, let's do that. So, um, Maria has a nine and swings the demon instead of trying to dodge it tries to attack and it gets a six yeah so it because it gets a one it gets a plus so it, it hits it hits you and you said you got an 11 right i had a nine a nine i'm sorry and i got no, that's okay. 11 you got a 10 and i got a nine a oh, 10 i'm sorry a 10 with the advantage yeah. so, so you get hit gotcha. so you lose one health as the demon okay. counterattacks, okay. Um, instead of dodging a counterattack, so you take one hit, and if I pull a card, it's a four. So where is that on the body? There was a is that arm or let me see where it's at. Do you have any armor? Yeah, I do actually. I have uh, the two uh, uh, armor. Okay, so then I guess that would almost soak the um soak the damage then right because then if i was counterattacking, mm-hmm. yeah he's yeah. got a hard armor so he's got okay. a two yeah okay so the so the demon hits you and you know you don't feel anything you don't feel any damage um you also don't feel like sab where you know you're kind of frozen or anything you know it's just you kind of just is, is a standoff so yeah the, yeah and she kind of like kind of almost gives like a like a grunt scream because she's mad because she didn't do anything to it. Okay. So then it is set Lolly's turn. All right. So I realized that with my uh, a waddle, 
Uh, I actually have advantage, which gives me plus three. Plus three, yeah. Uh, that's what that plus is, which I yeah. didn't realize. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I will play a... Oh, five of spades and a two of heart. So that's a seven plus six because okay. I get three for my shooting and then an additional three for the advantage. Okay. Uh, if if I can do that. Uh, so yep. if it moved to Maria, so if I kind of juke around the other way, same thing, kind of like pick it up, stick mm -hmm. it in the in the auto and and you know kind of heave it sideways. Okay. And the demon god. Nine, so it can't counterattack. It's just trying to dodge. So it got a nine. Okay. And you hit the spear, hits it again, and you kind of see it completely kind of wink out and dissipate. The spear kind of just drops to the ground, and then Seb—it's not like Seb jerks forward, but you can kind of see Seb has a bit more movement and is not kind of locked in place as he was before. And he like he capers over to him because he needs to grab his spear anyway. And he's like, "Your your God doesn't work. Your your God didn't protect you. You you the the shadow the shadow grabbed you. The shadow, yes. I am in one piece. My God protected me through your actions. Thank you. And I stoop down and pick up your spear and hand it to you. Oh yeah. And he like he 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 pats you on the shoulder because you've done that to him before. <laughs> <laughs> all comes full circle. Ah, 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 so, yeah, so forward, yes? I think so. Can we, um, now we're downstairs, can we hear anything? Are there any more noises or anything? You can just hear that, um, you know, that, that rasping voice repeating the name over and over again. Um, oh, God, I forgot about that voice. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's not like it's, it's not like it's getting closer or further away. It's just kind of just you know, permeating the air. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so you're at the bottom of the steps. And I guess, so we can, anybody, you know, if anybody needs to re refresh their cards, they can do that. Mm -hmm. um, sure did. I would have had one joker <laughs> left, so I'm glad we got past that part. So then, so no one lost any, no one got any damage because the attack on Maria didn't hit because the armor because so I was going to say we could do a uh, medical now too because I think you can do like a quick medical thing but no one's lost any any damage yet so you know go ahead and refresh your cards uh, so uh, Maria actually even though even though she hasn't gotten any damage or anything like that she just reaches into the pocket where she had the where she got the coca from uh Sit lolly and she just kind of chews on it a little bit. He he gets a twinkle in his eye when he sees that you took it because you know you accepted his gift and you know and yeah. he, he he puts a hand uh, he stands in front of you puts a hand on your shoulder and he says be careful because you told him be careful before. <laughs> uh, she shakes her head a little bit, but then just continues to walk. Okay, so you're at the, you know, you're, you see ahead of you um, a long stone passageway that kind of goes deeper into the, you know, into the pyramid. Um, you know, the, the passages are filled with, you know, more of those engravings of, you know, the, the Olmec saints and monsters kind of in sequence down, down the hallway. 
Um, and this is actually kind of a, a codec, so it's telling a story. And um, if you want to stop and study that, you guys have some of the history from before. So I don't think there's any check on this. Um, so you'll be able to, you know, to get the um, get the the story of what these um, what this wall is telling you. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you what this says. Go ahead and read this to the players. Okay, so I'm going to read this. Um, the Kuatli Temple was once a religious center of the Mokea civilization. So the Mokea was the the local that local village. That's the that was how they described the Olmec the Olmec culture. That's what they called it, Mokea. Primal ancestors of the Olmec and every other culture in the continent. They even predated Aztlan culture, although no Nua will accept it. So a lot of the cultures that are around now in you know Mesoamerica don't really believe that this is kind of like a precursor um, civilization. You know, they don't, they don't accept that it, that that is the case. Um, and their temple was not called Kowatli, but nobody remembers what the true name was. So Kowatli temple was something that was called afterwards, you know, years after it was built centuries after it was built. This temple was not part of any city, but a stop for religious pilgrims and journeying Kings or diplomats here. The ancient priests gave blessings, food and water to travelers or made the trip themselves to sanctify a building or a new royal birth. So this was kind of like a, a central place for, you know, getting, getting divine help in uh, giving donations. The head of the priest was, ha, how did I pronounce this? Hahiu, the chanter man. They said it was him who first learned and taught others how to pray and give worship to the spirits of the saints in the underworld. Once Hahiu found a strange stone the size of a large water gourd but polished as a gem and heavy as a boulder. Hahiu ordered the stone brought to the temple, and it took three men to carry it back. The first night after the stone was carried to the temple, thunder, thunder rumbled and the skies parted, and a dragon flew down to the pyramid. It was the old dragon, the heaven snake, which the Nahua called Mixcoatl, and he had come back to talk to Hahiu, for the stone was one of his eggs, and he wanted it back. Hahiu didn't return the egg, but instead threatened the old dragon. He said that Mixcoatl and his kid sh kin should serve mortals from that day onward, or else Hahiu would kill the egg and Mixcoatl's son. The old dragon accepted the deal, but the conditions was that mortals sacrificed their children to the dragons, just as Mixcoatl had sacrificed his child to mortals. Thus the covenant was sealed, and, and the Mixcoatl dragons came down to human cities and blessed and protected them in exchange for mortals fed them with their children. And the dragon stone, the ancient stone, remained in the temple as witness of this pact. And the egg never hatched, and the dragon never was born, because it was a witness to the pact between dragons and mortals. But one day there would come warriors, ha who you knew, warriors that would break the covenant between dragons and mortals. When that happened, the egg would break and the dragon would be born, and he would be like his father in glory and godlike might, and he would serve the warriors that came for him. So Hahiu didn't die, but remained a living shell, a deathless guard, watching over the temple for centuries after centuries, until the age of the breaking of the covenant, until warriors came that would reclaim the eggs of Mix, the egg of Mixcoatl and summon the child of the old dragon to battle. So that's what all of the, the codex along the wall tells you as you're walking down. So at the end of that, uh, there are 
three paths at the end of this hallway after you read the codex. So obviously the um the this jewel, you know, that th this part of rumor of legend, this wall says it's a dragon egg, and this temple and the guardian was set up to guard over it. And whoever gets possession of the dragon egg, if the dragon egg hatches, then that dragon would serve whoever has it. And the you know then there would be no 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 more need for the guardians or the village to watch over the temple, and it's it's a prophesied thing, so it's not like this is something that isn't expected to happen or not wanted to happen. This is what they're expecting to happen all along. So, so go ahead. I was gonna say, so Lolly kind of like starts to like hop from foot to foot, and he's like, "Yeah, if we control the dragon." Then, then we can conquer our enemies, and and the dragons will will fight for us. And and yes, yes, yes. The 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 treasure is a dragon. The dragon is the treasure. Um, my character's kind of mulling this over. Uh, the prospect of converting a, a dragon from the new world to Christianity is a pretty tantalizing way to make a name for yourself. <laughs> and uh, uh, unless you guys are delaying, I think. Having studied this, this uh, not tapestry, but engraving, um, I, I press on, um, heading towards whatever's waiting for us next. Yeah, I think I think Maria kind of contemplates. Like you could see, almost see a greediness in her eyes, as far as you know, you know, having you know a dragon basically to you know help watch over and protect you and but also you can also tell there's like a sadness in her eyes like this whole the ordeal just seems sad so you know i think that i think that maria is just like like obviously if we're the chosen and this is supposed to happen it's supposed to happen but in the same aspect she's sad about the things that have had to happen before uh, for it to actually come to fruition or whatever. Like slaughtering of thousands and thousands of children over the years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She, you know, she her her uh, matronly um, uh, instinct kind of comes to the forefront and she's, you know, just thinking like, you know, you almost tell in her head like she's like, and she kind of almost says it out loud, like, but in a hush, like, were there any children in that village? I don't remember seeing any children. No, 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 no children. No children. The, the protectors, they, they, they sacrifice the children to the, to the dragon. And, and, and now uh, we, we'll take the dragon and the dragon will be ours and, and the dragon will fight for us. But I mean, it, this is all for what price? What price is this? The gods demand sacrifice, and and we must provide sacrifice if if we are to uh, uh, to thrive and and grow. Then the, then the gods must be placated. Your your friend must not have placated uh, your god because this the demon uh, touched him. He's he's been touched by a demon. <laughs> And then he kind of like takes a step away from you and kind of like looks at you side eyes like it just occurred to him that you were touched by a demon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I still, um, asked, what's about that one? Yeah, and uh, Maria kind of looks at 
Sitlali and just gives him almost like a like a don't be ridiculous kind of look like you know it basically looks at you know and says to Sitlali the demon could have touched any one of us don't don't play games don't think that you're any better than we are don't and think he, like, you're any better than he spirit he's like but I killed the demon yeah so did I but you know what anyone with with good enough power can kill the demon. I mean, you've seen it. You've done it. I've done it. And he, and he kind of like conspiratorially like leans into you and he's like, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. <laughs> I'm sure you've, I'm sure you failed at a lot of things, but you know what? That doesn't define you. And, and he, he, he like cautiously moves towards Sebastian and kind of just like, Pokes him. <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> my my face remains still and utterly unmoving, and I just kind of say with a growly low voice, "None of this expedites us towards our destination." And I'm much gruffer than usual as I uh, kind of overemphasize this. Yeah. And then I just I, I about face and kind of step off down the corridor towards towards the area we haven't been yet. As you step forward, like he steps back, but he was reaching out to poke you again, but you like walk <laughs> away. <laughs> and he just lets his hand fall and then he looks at Marie and just kind of like shrugs like that. <laughs> yeah. And as as Sit Lally starts walking walking first, she's like, What a fool. He is, yes. <laughs> he is a fool. No, you <laughs> Sit Lally. And he, he looks like a puppy that just got kicked, like his face just drops. Like. <laughs> and then and then just as that happens, the the coca leaf that you stuck in, in my in my robes or whatever falls out and she like gives gives the wide eyed look to sit lolly. And then they, like he just from ear to ear, like from one second to the next, he's like <laughs> <laughs> okay. so she she shakes her head and just walks past him. As you walk by, as you walk by, he says again, "Be careful." She she's about to say something and then just is like, "Why bother?" and then just keeps walking. <laughs> okay, so at the end there are three paths to choose from. So there's um there's a path that kind of goes off to the left, there's a path that goes off to the right, and then there's a path that goes straight ahead. So which path would you guys like to go down? He stops. He crosses his arms and he looks at Maria. Like the choice is obvious. <laughs> um, I think I want to do a perception check to see if I can hear the voices more clearly down one lane more than the other. Okay. Let me. Um... Okay, go ahead. Okay, so she has one. Ugh, that's a six. Okay, and I got a six. So that's even. Says tie goes to the runner, doesn't it? I thought that's what it was. I like that idea. Okay. Sure. I think that's what it was. Just let me um. Yeah. Verify which one of these. Okay, so you hear. Some of the chanting is coming from path straight ahead. Damn kind it. of here. 
some of the chanting it seems like i said before that it just seemed like it was kind of coming from everywhere but if you start going a little further down you know you can hear the um it seems to be coming a little bit stronger from the, the path that goes straight ahead gotcha so then <laughs> yep so then maria mocks his our arms closed or folded or whatever and looks at him and says sometimes the path is more oh damn it i had it oh more straightforward than it seems and then puts her hand out towards the center aisle and and he's like he's just like and then and he comes up next to her and he goes and he does like the imitates her movement he goes after you <laughs> and he actually she actually pushes him in front of her and he kind of like takes a couple of shuffling steps and then like looks at her for like a long minute and then like shrugs and starts heading down the path nice um she doesn't follow behind she actually respectfully waits for saba to go i uh bow slightly through gritted teeth and and turn after him <laughs> nice and she kind of gives like a you know like a side head nod to him <laughs> my character's not the biggest fan of women but uh I have to respect the fact that you've killed about three enemies. Talents have definitely been champed today. Yeah, my my character is my character is definitely uh, turned around on you guys. Yeah. Usually, she would not even care one iota. So. <laughs> okay, so you guys are heading down the um, the center path, right? That's correct. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna <clears throat> you're walking down that center path. Um. It's, you know, the tunnel, it's like the rest of the temple. It's carved with all these figures of, you know, the monsters and the the saints on the walls. Um, however, the carvings here tell a bit of a different story than the other ones. The other one told us the history of the temple. Um, here, the, the story tells how the head priest of this temple was buried alive, and he will remain alive, waiting below for the centuries. So, you know, that's kind of the story that it's telling you, and that kind of ties back to, you know, the the story of the deal that was made with the with the dragon stone itself with Ha Yu. So you're assuming that you know the the one that's the 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 priest that was buried alive in the temple to watch over it is the same as who made the deal with the mixed Kawaddle dragon. So is Ha Yu. So you walk about, you know. 100 feet down this passage and there's a stone slab with symbols of a priest, a dragon, and a precious stone. Um, it doesn't seem, you know, it's a pretty substantial, you know, slab of stone, so it's doesn't look like, you know, it would be any way to move it or you know, kind of force it. Um, but you do notice a in the middle, there's a kind of small circular depression kind of like a disc disc shaped in the middle of the slab like we could put something in it or more like the the discs on the outside where we have to try to spin it no it's it's indented so the the one on the outside was the the portal and then there was the hand you know the hand one on the side this one is 
it's indented in the stone. So it looks like there's, you know, a depression in the stone in a, like a circular shape. Hmm. When we were interacting with one outside, did it look like it could be removed from its housing? No, once you, once you turned it, it, it locked. Lock, yeah, it locked once yeah. the, the portal lined up and the one on the outside was just almost like a, like a, a stone sticking out of other stones. So it was almost like a giant, you know, like a hand dial made up, made out of stone. This looks like it's a depression, you know, it's, you know, set back into the more big giant slab. So it's, you know, there's a circular depression disc shaped in the, in the slab itself. So, so Ollie starts like patting himself down and then like inspiration strikes. He reaches into his little pouch he holds the coca leaf like by the tip and like puts it in the depression and like pulls his hand away real quick. Just waits like expectantly for something to happen. No, you don't get zapped. <laughs> <laughs> so Maria looks at Silali and it's like, "Go ahead, Silali, put your hand in there," and then kind of giggles a little bit. Well, he he reaches up gingerly to snatch back his coca leaf if nothing happens. Yeah, nothing happens. <laughs> I kind of like player, like add a character. I kind of think like it's a receptacle for blood since they sacrifice children. I think that it would be like that. That's my initial thought. <laughs> Darn it. I forgot all my children. Let's, uh, what are we going to do now? What is it? Is it kind of, um, Able to catch and contain blood. I'm imagining something sort of horizontal onto us. Has it got a lip? Could it? Could it be used to turn blood, or would it just spill out? No, it's so it's it, it's indented into the stone slab. So there is an indentation, but it's not like it's. Oh, it's a horizontal stone slab. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, okay, I'm thinking to a wall, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're looking at a wall, and you know there's a big slab, and okay. in the middle of it, there's like this circular depression in the, and there's it's. It's a depression, but there's not a lip around it. You know, there's not like an edge. It's just, right. it's it's set back into it. I mean, obviously there is a lip around it, but it's not like a hard edge, like a sill, mm-hmm. like a windowsill, or you know, you know, like that, like a half an inch or whatever. It's just, you know, set back into the slab itself. Can I investigate the depression itself then? So I will actually put my hands inside it and feel around and see if I can feel, you know, anything um, like an inner lip on the inside or anything that can't. Be seen easy from outside. No, you know, there's no check for this because it's it, it's right there. So the, okay. it, it, it's not like it, it's not like a weathered depression. It, you know, it looks like it was put in there for a reason. It was you know, either carved in or, yeah, I guess it would be carved in. So, but it does look like there's not necessarily nub sticking out, but the, the, you know, there it does look like it's. It looks like there's something missing that would go there. So it's not a receptacle kind of thing. You know, it's not something you would pour something in or put a coca leaf in, but it does look like there's, it's, you know, a receptacle to put something in. Um, knowledge check to maybe remember something that we saw on the walls. Like maybe it showed a picture of someone putting something into the depression or something like that. Yeah, so what check could we do for that? It could be knowledge or perception. Yeah, knowledge or perception. Let's do that. Or I guess do rights either too, because you know, you are you know, you are a native and 
you know, you've read all this stuff anyway, so you guys can do a knowledge rights or perception check. Okay, I'll do perception. Okay. Uh, so I got a seven total. I got a four diamonds. Okay. Is anyone else doing a check or? I'll, I'll do a check, but I'll take it on perception as well instead of rights because I don't know. Okay. Uh, okay, I got a mm, one in total. One? Okay. And yeah. John got a seven. Uh, Maria, are you going to do one? Yeah, I'll do one. Um, okay. I'll do perception myself. And that is a seven. Okay. So <clears throat> not not in the codex that was further back that told the history of the temple, but specifically <clears throat> in this hallway. On Maria's looking on the right side of the wall, and she can see a figure on there that has a half disc shape, and he's kind of holding it up in his hands on the left side wall. Sit Lolly sees that same figure holding up another half of a disc shape. So it's not necessarily yin and yang, but you know, the right side is holding it and it's facing one way, you know, the, the curve of the the bisection of the disc. And on the other wall, Sit Lolly sees that it's kind of flipped around the other way. So you can see this figure that you're assuming is the priest holding up, you know, each and on each side is holding up a half of a disc in his hands. Okay. Um, does it look like so? Then he would try to like see if it came out of the wall. Like if he could pull that from the, you know, the the carving. If that mm-hmm. came out of the wall. Yeah, that's what Maria would try to do too. No, so it it, it it's just it's just stone. You know, it's a carving of stone, but it is just you know the half of the uh, of a disc. Okay. Um. Uh, it it maybe it's it's hidden here. It must it must be hidden uh, in the hall, or uh, or or the, maybe the priest has it. The priest the priest is he's dead, but not dead. The dead dead undead priest. He maybe he keeps it for himself, and he's he's locked in. He doesn't come out. He would start to cast about to like look for something that would resemble what we're looking for. Maybe stashed in a corner, maybe, you know, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. He, he would just start looking around. Okay, so just to make sure that I didn't screw up. So when you guys got to the bottom of the steps, you did make a choice for which one to go to because you did the check to see where the sound was coming from, right? That was Sorry. good. Okay. Yeah. So I did, I did mention that it there are three paths, right? I just want to make sure I didn't, I didn't miss telling you guys that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, okay. I'm going to make sure that was, I didn't leave that part out. So nice. So, so I feel like this is a hint to maybe take another path. Well, so, so what happened? Bing, bing, bing. Fought, six hours here, like, <laughs> you fought the shadow demons down at the bottom of the steps. And then I, there was, you know, there were three paths. There was a left to right and then down the middle. And that's when Maria made the check saying the sound was coming from, mm-hmm. coming from the middle path. So I just want to make sure I did describe that clear enough that I didn't miss describing that there were. No, you, you did great. We just forgot about the other paths. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we so so then Maria thinks about it, and and thinks and says, okay. So this is what I'm thinking. So we've got the left wall that has 
the one part of the disk. We've got the right part, right part of the wall that has the other part of the disk. So if we take, if we go to the left path, we should find the one half. We go to the other part, other to the left, we should find the right. We should find the other half. Put them both together. Bring them to the center path. Put them here. Then we should be able to find Hwahu or whatever his name is. Yes, yes, yes. See, I knew, I knew the right path was the right way. It's always the right way. But so is the left. He, he's, he's, he's already up halfway all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I will. Yeah, try to hurry. I'll try to like not like run, but I'll be like, okay, you know, like try to make it look as not as. I'll try to make it look as nobly as possible. That's not a word, but I made it up. <laughs> he so it's it's okay when you get to the head of that path. He's like you He's like when you have your dog out up for a run. He's not on a leash. He'll run so far and then stop and turn around. So when you get there, he's just like he's just waiting for you to <laughs> come up. So he's he's now come at the crossroads of both sides, and the right has changed. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, oh boy. <laughs> so then, so then, if we come out, if we go to the right where the where the left one is, and then we come back, then we'll have to go to the left. How are we ever going to do this? <laughs> so as we report, so as we approach him, I just kind of like. Like I, I don't know what what Saba thinks, but I, he, she just like <laughs> just kind of is like wherever you want to go. So he he looks at the now right path from the opposite direction, and then quickly goes back around to the original right path because that was the right when we came in. <laughs> nice. And then so then Maria <laughs> takes a look at Saba and it's kind of like. Whoa, did that did he literally like she gives him a look like did he literally put two and two together? <laughs> I'll just try and look away. <laughs> okay, so you're going down the, the the proper right path, right? Yes, the original one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you get back up, you know, you walk back down the hallway from the <clears throat> the center where the chanting is coming from and the, the description on the walls. So the the path to the right leads to you know a hallway and then there's like a stone arch so there's no door but there is a kind of a stone arch um you know in into the room itself so the, the can we tell how big it is then how big so there's an archway into a, an open room and you can you know you can see some lights you can't really see super descriptively until you know you walk in but you know you can see there, there's some carvings on the walls and things like that. But, you know, it, it, once you go through the arch, the room itself, you know, opens up into a room and it has some carvings on the walls. Does the, does the, um, the path have carvings going down? Does that tell a different story? No, there's no, there's nothing on the walls itself. There's just, you know, it's just a, a, a blank, a blank hallway. It's not a very long hallway, but there's a, you know, there's nothing on the walls, but inside of the arch, you know, there's no door, there's no portal or anything, but you can see in the room, and there are some carvings on the walls in the room itself. Okay. Yeah. So he, I mean, he would obviously wait for the light, um, and then I, I guess they all go in. Yeah. In which case, I bring the light up and and lead in. Okay. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so you walk in through the 
through the under the arch and the, this chamber is white stone it's you know completely white stone the rest of the you know the rest it, it's a different kind of stone but it's not completely different it just looks like it's uh, you know it's a little bit whiter than than the rest of it and um so everything's white except for carvings of four dragons on the walls so when you look and you know from your history and your knowledge of you know local religion and myth the the sun dragon of the east the storm dragon of the north the heaven dragon of the west and the earth dragon of the south and then there are symbols next to the dragons on the walls asking the visitors to kneel before the dragons and it seems to be whoever built this specific part of the temple worshiped these dragons so they're the 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 carvings aren't on the four walls the carvings if i sorry i said that wrong so the the four dragons are carved on the front of you know the wall when you're looking straight forward to the left and right there's you know there's no carvings on the walls it's just straight ahead it looks like you know you walk into the room and you're supposed to look straight forward and there's the four carvings of the dragons and i think that east west north and south is just the description of the dragons themselves so there's the dragons carved into the wall ahead of you <clears throat> And then it says there, you know, it's carved into the, you know, you know kneel before the dragons, because this is kind of a temple to worship the four dragons of, you know, the sun, the heaven, and earth, and storm dragons. So you get in and see that. But you also notice, Sitlali notices there's like some kind of glint. You know, there's something from the, from Seb's, Seb's torch, some light glinting off. And it looks like there's like a half disc made of gold and it's hanging from the ceiling about 10 meters above you. So the, the ceiling itself is about 30 feet, 10 meters up. And you can see this kind of half gold disc shape hanging from, from the ceiling. Hmm. So he, uh, so he's looking at the dragons and he looks up and he sees it and he goes, Oh, look, there's the disc. The disc is in the ceiling. I can. Wow. Hmm. Uh, so would uh, he would probably think to then kneel in front of their of his dragon? What would be appropriate for his region? Because um, it was a coatl, so it makes sense to him. He'd be like, ah, we we must uh, uh, worship the 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 dragon of 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 my of my people because the, the dragon is a quaddle and and yes so so we must here it's it's a trick it's a trick yes we to, to this dragon whichever one that is e, not east east would be the Chinese uh, south probably the one that looks feathery <laughs> <laughs> well I think so these are these are all kind of Mesoamerican dragon. So I think the north, south, east, and west is just their kind of mythology. So, you know, the sun dragon would be the east. I, it, it sounds like it would be considered, you know, the Chinese eastern dragon, but I think this is just specifically for their areas of north, south, east, and west. So there's, and I think most, most coatl dragons are feathered anyway. So, but yeah. these are, these are the earth, you know, these are the north, south, east, and west for the, the Mesoamerican people. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so then he would just kind of stand there and like scratch his head, like mm, they they are all 
all our dragons. Uh, we, we must worship all the dragons? Like, question mark? <laughs> Maria looks down at the floor and sees if there's anything on the floor itself. So when when Lolly's talking and then Maria's kind of just, you know, turning and looking around on the floor, a big stone slab slides down and closes off the archway. So now there's the arch is closed off. A big stone slab falls down. So as soon as the slab hits the ground, you can see some water starts filling up from the sides of the walls to the you know right and left. So the walls that don't have any um any dragon carvings on them, you know, you see some water coming out, probably about waist high, is starting to shoot out and you know fill up the bottom of the floor. But other I than <laughs> other I than said a trap. Other than the, you know, uh, other than, you know, so there's nothing right in front of Maria on the floor. Let's do a poor perception check. Perception or rights. So anybody can go ahead and do that. Uh, I will do perception. Uh, I got an eight total. Okay. So Maria I did perception only kind of five. Okay. On a rights check, I would get nine. Okay. So Maria's looking around and doesn't really see anything on any of the floor uh, in the room other than just, you know, the water's filling up. So it's about ankle high now. Uh, Sit Lolly's kind of bouncing around and looking and doesn't really see anything underneath his feet. But, you know, he kind of looks towards the front wall where the dragons are carved in. He can't really see definitively because the water's kind of blocking it. But he seems to think along that front wall, the floor looks a little bit different. And then Seb kind of notices in front of all the four dragon, in front of all the four dragon um, carvings, it does look like there is a section in front of each of them that kind of looks different than the rest of the floor. Not even, you know, can see, Seb can see through the water and, and sees that the floor looks a bit different in front of one spot in front of each of the dragons. I am. Um, I'm going to rush over and investigate that because I think the the flooding's more a uh, larger crisis than even like dropping plates in the floor or anything. But I'm just curious. Um, earlier on, we got a clue about seeing a priest dragon and a precious stone. Do any of the four dragons here in here correspond to the one we saw earlier? On the the priest dragon and stone, no. These yeah, are. I think this is like what we said chapel before. So if you're, mm-hmm. I guess to to kick it back to Christianity. You know, if you go into a church, there is a big church, but in old medieval churches, there were chapels inside of the church. So those were different sections of the church, you know, could one could be for Mary, one could be for Joseph and Mary, Matthew, you know, there were different little sections. So this is kind of a chapel to dragons. So these are the four, you know, cardinal dragons. So there's not, you know, it's not a specific one. This is just a separate area to pray to the dragons themselves okay cool uh right in which case i'm going to search over i'm going to check out what these uh what these kind of darkened patches are before each before each dragon if there are receptacles or anything like that okay 
So you've got a nine on that check. So it does look like in front of each of the dragons, there is you know, a, a floor tile that kind of looks different than the rest of the tiles throughout the floor or the stone throughout the floor. It, it looks like there's a little bit of give, you know, around the edges, almost like it wasn't grouted. So um, you know, one, one, you know, one, one of those in, in front of each of the dragons. I'm going to pick one. Uh, Random. This is going to backfire on me. I'm going to drop to a knee in front of it, my knee on the uh, on the particular stone. See what happens. Okay. So you kneel down. We'll just say it's the sun dragon. Um, okay. So you kneel down in front of the sun dragon. You kind of feel the plate give a bit, and the way the dragons are carved, they're kind of more head towards the bottom and bodies towards the top, almost like they're bent, you know, they're bent around. So the dragon head is at the top of the ceiling. It was kind of near the bottom. So the minute you kneel down on the plate, you see the dragon's mouth open and the water starts draining through there. So it's, it's come up to about height waist, you know, waist height. Now that dragon's mouth opens and the water starts, you know, slowly going out through that. Brilliant. I will move to another one, and I, I gesture to the other two. Quickly now! Oh, yes, yes, yes! You, you figured it out! And they'll run to the one on the end and kneel down. Okay, so... Maria will be hasty about it, but she'll, she'll you know, go as fast as she possibly can. Okay, so Sit Lolly kneels down in front of the the heaven dragon of the West. And when sit, when sit lolly kneels down, you know, the, the plate or tile shifts a little bit, that mouth's open. So Seb, you said you moved up from one to the other. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the one, the sun dragon, you get up from that, the plate, the tile on the floor kind of shifts back up and that mouth closes. Okay. But the one, but the one you kneeled back down is open. So right now two of them are open the water's draining out. It's down to, it wasn't waist height. Now it's down to, you know, mid shin height. Now that the two of you are kneeling and Maria is making her way over. So the water is draining out now, but the one that you had kneeled on had closed, but there are two open. Okay. So the water. So is are draining. there two? Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, are there two that are close enough where we can, like now that I see that happening, is there a way where it looks like, you know, possibly I, you know, I could get two in one or is it just too far away? It's too far away. But what you've noticed is when Seb kneeled down, the water was going a bit slower. Um, mm. Now that Seb and Sit Lally are kneeling, the water's going out much faster. So it, the, <laughs> the, the, the replacement rate is below, the, the fill rate is below replacement now that the two of them are kneeling. Gotcha. So then I'll take the last one or the, the one of the two empty ones. Okay. So then Maria kneels down. Um, you guys are looking up at the, you know, the, the dragon themselves notice it's, you know, for a temple that's this ancient, you know, the carvings are still really good. They're very descriptive, um, you know, lots of detail. And, you know, in that minute or so where you're just looking at it, the, the rest of the water drains out. Does the door open? The door does not open yet, but there is no more water coming in. So 
the, the all the water that was in there has drained and now that this three are you know the, the three of them are depressed there's no more water coming in from the sides so we can so get up and there's no more water coming out yeah so is sit lolly standing up or maria he that's what i was going to say before kurt said it he would he would get up from the from kneeling and see whether or not the the plate came back up. Okay, so once sit lolly stands up, the plate stays depressed and no more water is coming in from the sides. So then Maria gets up from hers and if you say that nothing happens, then she automatically goes to the last one and kneels on it. Okay, so you get up, your your plate stays depressed, you go back and kneel on the, the sun dragon one that Seb had originally stepped, uh, kneeled on, and it, it just doesn't give, so it, it doesn't click in or anything. Okay. Um, and yeah, there's no water coming in from the sides. That the, the, the dragon you kneeled on originally, the mouth is still open, the plate's depressed, sit always is depressed and still open. But Seb's since Seb kneeled by himself and then got up and moved, that plate is not depressing, but the mouth of the dragon is still closed, so. Yeah, there's no more water coming in, and the towels, all the towels are pretty much inert now. Can, if I, if we, if I'm going to look through one of the open mouths, can I see anything through that? No, it just looks like it's, um, it's not, it, it's stone, so there isn't any kind of inside lining or anything. It just looks like okay. there's a carved passageway through the stone. Okay. Just in case it makes any difference, I, get off the one that I'm kneeling on while you're still on the other in case they're like clicking in in some kind of order or something. So I get so, you stay there, I get off and... Yeah, so Seb gets up, his plate stays kind of depressed and that mouth stays open. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's, there, there's no other reaction. So the, there's right now there's three, there's three dragon mouths open with the plates depressed and there's no more water coming out the sides. And it's, it's a bit damp on the ground, obviously, because, you know, there's the level of water on the floor. You know, the, the dragon mouth was up a bit higher, so it's, you know, at the bottom of your boots kind of thing. So that that's it. There's no other water making its way in. How does it look like the the gold disc is attached to the ceiling, and how high is the ceiling? So the ceiling is 10 meters, so it's 30 feet. I think that's what it's going to be there. Okay, mm-hmm. that's pretty tall. And then it's just, it's dangling, so you can't tell. You're assuming it's not any kind of, you wouldn't think it would be any kind of natural material fiber or rope, just because it's been in here a long time. But also, you know, you were told by the holy men in the village that, you know, they, they are the guardians of the temple, and you know that you've seen some lights and censures lit throughout, so you can't really tell if it's any kind of natural material, you know, living, you know, former living material, rope or anything. But it's not, it's not pegged in, you know, it's not fastened to the ceiling. There's not that much wind, but you know, you guys are moving around. There was a bunch of water flooding in, so there was some displacement. It's not like it was rocking back and forth, but you did see a bit of, you know, a give to it. Mm, okay. Um, hmm. 
maybe sit, sit while he like so the other plate doesn't go down. So after you guys are done trying, he runs over and just starts like jumping up and down on it. I think that's gonna make a difference. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't do anything. I, excuse me one sec. I from from what you're guessing is those plates were specifically, you know, the water. You know the the dragon. They were specifically tied to the dragon mouths and the water itself. So they were they were part of that feature of the room. You know, mm-hmm. they were tied to that. So Sidlali, how yes. how how well do you think your aim is? My aim is very good. I I killed two two shadow creatures. Okay, okay. I I regret my decision to ask, but anyway. So I, I would I would I don't I think that I just want to have faith in you and I would ask why don't you try to use the spear and see if you can I don't know how it's attached, but see if you can try to I don't know, knock it free. Hi. Yeah, he like he looks up, he licks his finger, he holds it up, he stares they didn't at do it a that little back bit. Then. He he like he hefts the the spear. He looks ah, um, yes 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 I I I I can I can get it unless there's another another trick. We we don't want to be tricked again. Well, if. He, if- if you don't think you can do it, then I just I won't ask you. I, uh, no, of course I I can do it. It's just as to whether we, you know, it will. Okay, work. either either you can or you can't. You 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 picked on Sab before because you said that he didn't get the spirit. He didn't get these dark spirits, but you did. So I have faith that you can do it. So either you can or you can't. Yes, of course, of course I can. And he, he like, he gives Seb the stink eye a little bit <laughs> for no particular reason other than, you know, it, it seems to be your fault now because she's harassing me. And uh, he, he like, tries to get as much room as possible to get, like, an angle in because he's obviously not going to fucking throw it straight up. Um, so he'll back against, like, sort of close to the wall, but enough room that he can still swing the uh, the allotl. and um, yeah, I get. I guess he'll take a shot at it. With <laughs> so, is this more of a check or is this because it's not contested? Obviously, yeah, it would be a check, and I'm just trying to think. So it wouldn't be your range or anything. I think it would be is athletics? athletics, maybe. Yeah, yeah athletics that's the only thing I can think of that would be close yeah. to it. All right, I'll give that a shot. I got one card in that. I get a plus three. Here's hoping. Do it, That's darn. an eight. Nice. And it's a spade if it matters. I don't know if it matters. In well, from a mechanic standpoint, I pulled a two, so you're good to go. <laughs> ah, sweet. So he, so he rears back and kind of like sidearm hucks it up there, and it like whistles for a second and just like clips the spring or whatever, and it doesn't so, fall right away. Let's say – oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, it hits the, let's say, well, because you got an eight and it was a two. Let's say you hit the disc itself or the half disc itself right on. So, it, you know, the, you hit the disc, the spear hits the disc, 
you can kind of hear a click maybe, you know, like a, a little noise. The slab behind you slides back up and the disc kind of falls to the ground. Not kind of, it does fall to the ground. <laughs> with nice. And uh, um, Maria just kind of like, ha success, I told you. I, I told you, I told you, I could do it. You did not. You were, you Mr. Scary Pants. I had to talk you into it. Then he runs over and he just, he grabs the disc and he's like holding it up to himself. He's got this, you know, he picks up the spear and grabs the disc and he's holding it. Yeah, yeah so you have a half of a, you know, it's gold, gold disc. Um, you know, kind of half. I'm trying to see if there's any descriptors on the disc itself. I can't remember if they said there was anything on it. Um, but let's just say it's a, you know, it's a, a plain gold disc, maybe with a bit of, you know, carving into it, but not anything, you know, not anything that stands out. Maybe just some designs. Maybe, here we go. So some of the, the disc designs look like some of the tattoos that you saw on some of the villagers in the Holy Man. All so right. is is what one side circular and then the other side flat or is it you know how is that laid out oh, like from front to back kind of thing yes so it's let's just say it looks like a yin you know, like a yin and yang kind of thing you know it's split down the middle okay. the front the front side of it just has those tattoo patterns that you saw in the villagers and then the other side says yeah it's just a blank you know, okay. blank. Gotcha. So in, in the depression you saw in the slab in the hallway, there were like maybe three or four protrusions, maybe just like some little knobs that were sticking out of that. And then on this disc, there are holes that, you know, correspond to that. So there's two okay. on this one and there's four, four altogether in the depression itself. Gotcha. Does the does the door open? Does the archway open? Yeah. So when when you hit the disc, you heard a click, and then the slab slid back up. Oh, slab meaning that? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, so so to the to the left to to get the other disc, but 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 beware, be safe. It's it's just trick. <laughs> yes. Yes. We get it. I think so. Fantastic shot. I get uh, yes. shoulder. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. In which case, I'd, I'd bring the torch back up and uh, head down that way. Okay, so you Should go we, down. Do you guys want to see if the first one fits before we get the second, or do you want to put it all at once? Ah, uh, uh, we 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 need them both. Yes, it, it showed both on on the left and on the right. So we 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 probably should just should just get the other one. Mm -hmm. I agree. Okay, so you're gonna go to the left. Mm -hmm. Left, yep. So to the left. So <clears throat> you come back to the main entryway down at the bottom of the steps. You came down. Come back from the right. So you walk back over to the left path, and the it ends in a closed stone door. So it doesn't look like a slab. There's nothing decorative on it. It just looks like. And how do you do a stone door that's closed? I'm just trying to think of hinges and stuff. But so anyways, it's just a it's not it doesn't take up the whole width of the the path of the hallway. It's just, you know, a 
maybe a three foot wide by six foot tall. You know, you can see a cutout around the edges. Um, nothing really on the the stone door itself. You know, towards the right hand side, where I guess a doorknob would be. You know, it does look like there's kind of like a a depression in the stone, not carved, but maybe from use. You know, from centuries and centuries of of use. There is just a you know like a little bit of a bow in the in the stone on that right hand side, kind of door doorknob high for 21st century. Mm-hmm. So it's completely closed. Yes. Um, does it look like there's a spot we can slide that half disc into? No. So there's, there's, you can see around the edges where like a door frame or whatever would be. So there, you know, you can tell that it's a separate piece and just on the right hand side where that, you know, doorknob level, it just looks like there's, it's worn down. It's not carved. It's not chipped out. It's just, you know, I'm trying to think, have you ever seen pictures of when people go to the Church of the Nativity or whatever, you know, or people that go to Mecca, the stone has just been touched by billions of hands over thousands of years. It just wears down a bit. So that's just kind of what it looks like there. Okay. So, yeah, so Lolly just, he, because he's curious, so that he would go up and then, like, you know, stick his hand in it, stick his thumb in it, try to like pull the door, like thinking that it's uh-huh. like, oh, I'll just push it, you know, like a like a sliding closet door in, in modern parlance. Okay, so <clears throat> Sit Lolly kind of goes up and, you know, sticks a thumb on it, tries to move it sideways, back and forth. So, you know, Sit Lolly pushes on it and it doesn't go to the left or right, but there is some give pushing forward so just even just that little bit of thumb push on it it did move a little bit swinging inwards so then he he backs up and he takes the spear and he stands away puts the spear on it and pushes to see what happens so like you'll put all of his weight into it yeah yeah so you're putting the butt of the spear on it and give it a push mm-hmm. so with that it swings you know it doesn't just fly open but you know you're you're pushing on it and you're walking forward with that pressure and you know the the stone door kind of swings swings in and opens up so the the door opens up and now there's an entryway into the room and you can see some flickering torches in the far you know if you're looking into the room on the right and left hand side you know further in on that facing wall so I guess he goes in. I'm, well, I mean, I guess we'd wait for the light. I guess we'd wait for Sebastian. Yeah, if you're happy, I'll step in again with the torch raised and see what we can see. Okay. So Sebastian steps in with uh, Sit Lolly and Maria kind of flanking him. So it's a, what you see is a bare stone room with no furniture other than, you know, those torches kind of hidden in the corners up and towards the top of the ceiling. So that's throwing some light and then Seb's torch is throwing off the light. <clears throat> and in the, in, a, in the middle of it is a large stone statue at the center. So at the center, as in center of the left or right, but it is further back towards the, the facing wall. So the statue is as tall as a man and represents an upright snake. So it looks like a, a naga, I guess, if I'm going D&D. So it's a, you know, a, a snake man kind of 
statue. So when your eyes adjust to the dim light, you notice the snake's jaws hold a metal object that glints by the torchlight. Oh, the other disc! But, but be careful! <laughs> a snake man. Be careful. Yeah, good call. <laughs> Or a snake woman, you don't know. Or a snake, yes. woman. <laughs> snake person, sorry. <laughs> it's way back then. They never, they didn't, unfortunately. They didn't. I mean, I think so. Ollie would be expecting a trap at this point. Um, but he's still curious. So I, I think he would get closer to get a better look to see if it's like being held in or if he could just like either grab it or like push it out with the spear. So before Sitlali actually starts doing that, Maria like grabs his shoulder and is like, now you want to be careful and you need to be careful. So maybe you should just stay a little ways away. I was just trying to get a better look. Yeah. But again, you have to be, you can't just grab it. She's talking to her, talking to him like a child. You just can't just grab it now. Even if you think you see what you see, let us know. Let's have, a, we're a group now. We're a, let's have a conversation. Let's take a consensus and decide what's the proper action. Use many, many words. <laughs> <laughs> So exactly he, what I just did is exactly what she does because she's just like is <laughs> gr- kind of growing fond of, fond of him like 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 a like a like a uh, younger brother but also wants to smack him because he's just so sick of shit. Well, he, he looks over at Sebastian because you're like, oh, we've got a group, blah blah blah. So he just looks at him. Sebastian um, takes the torch he's got. And we're still in the periphery of the room, right? All three of us. Nobody's actually gone in, have they? Yeah, I thought we had gone in because yeah, I, I was. You're right in through the, yeah, you're right in through the doorway. Oh, we, so we've not got up to the um the, 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 the snake statue, have we? No, no, and it's too far oh. away. Okay. To do, to do I, the old I, spear and lift the, the disc off, it's too far away my, to do that. Throw my torch close to it, and then hopefully with a bit more light, try and do a kind of perception check on the space and see if I can see. Not laser beams, but the medieval equivalent, like uh, just anything, um, raised plates in the floor, any arrow slits, anything about the snake itself that I'm not yeah. seeing in the darkness. So the, the two torches that are in the room are throwing off, you know, a bit of light. Oh, the, the, tor- the torch you have also, you don't, I don't think you necessarily have to, you know, do the old throw it in. I think that the, the room is illuminated enough, but you can go ahead and make a perception check for the other stuff if you want. Oh, excellent. I would love to. Although my perception is terrible. <laughs> right, let's see. Uh, six, eight, minus that would be five. Okay. So, after your perception check, you notice that <clears throat> the floor tiles, pretty much the whole floor, mm-hmm. are those kind of shifting plates that you saw in front of the dragons in the other room, but it's the whole floor. So it's, you know, all of them are not just random ones. Um, So all of them look like if you step on them, you know, there's where you guys are standing right inside of the door, there is just regular stone. So it's that first lip or two of stone is just regular stone, but all the rest of them are 
kind of those shifting plates. But what you also notice is along the left and right walls, a little bit above waist high. So maybe armpit high, like right underneath your armpits. Mm -hmm. There are slits along those walls on the left and right, kind of, yeah, kind of about armpit high. Okay. I draw... I draw the other two's attention to this in case they haven't seen it. Um, given the fact that it looks like pressure plates, I I, uh, I can't turn back and um, gesture for the spear or gesture to the to the door just come through um, and, and suggest that maybe we should, uh, if we can, use the spear to, to try and keep that door open. Um, I'm expecting the same thing to happen this room as the last one. Um, we, we don't want to break the spear. I... Hmm. Uh, he like looks around for something else that they could jam in the door because obviously the right. wooden stick is not gonna <laughs> keep the you know huge stone door from slamming shut. Um, uh, we could we could uh, use the spear to 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 push the floor. Yeah, yeah, to push the floor. Um, it won't stop the door. Uh, but we can not be tricked by the floor. Good idea. The last room was designed to be escapable, so I agree. We should try that. He pushes the first stone in front of the, front of the arch. <laughs> I kind of grab you by the shoulder. Careful, down, down. <laughs> so Sitlali uses, I guess, the butt of the spear to push yeah. down on one of the plates. So when you push down one of the plates... You see the old Indiana Jones style dart flies out, armpit high. From you know, if, you, if you're pushing the left, the you know, left hand side of the room, it comes out from the left side, right hand side. So just a, a dart flies out that looks like it's you know a obsidian kind of blade with like a feather on the end of it. So it just nobody's in the room. You know, you're not in there. You just push it, and you see um, a dart flies out. All right. He he pushes on the same plate again to see whether or not there's more darts that come out from the same. No, when you push on that one again, no. So like he's like a kid, like his eyes get real big, and he turns around and he looks at the other two, and then he like pushes on the one next to it because like how big are the plates? What's twelve inches by twelve inches? I say so. It's like a, a normal. No foot, so that's not terrible. No. Um. He would, yeah, I guess he'd press the one next to it to try to give them a bigger path, I guess. Okay. Uh, so if you push the one next to it, uh, just another obsidian dart flies out, you know, feather on the end. Um, obviously, it flies across the room. It doesn't fly back into the other hole on the other side because they're kind of staggered. They're not, you know, the holes on both sides aren't... Um, even that's you know they're off center a bit, so it doesn't go into the hole on the other side. It just kind of hits the wall and falls down. Yeah. So he turns, shrugs, look, you know, looks at you guys, and then just like moves forward onto those plates, presses the next two, moves forward, presses the next two. <laughs> so just a whole bunch of stuff starts flying out of the room for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, assuming that, that nothing changes, he will slowly make his way across the room by, you know, creating a, a path for them to okay. cruise down. So the last two 
you know, the last two rows, you know, you, you, since you're further along and you don't have as much room to move, you know, to reach. So the darts come flying out and, you know, one of them just hits the, hits your spear and, you know, so it doesn't fall to the room because it flies out quick enough that it just, you know, sticks in the side of your spear. Um, but it doesn't hit you or, you know, it doesn't do any damage or it doesn't do anything to your spear. It just kind of sticks off inside of it. So you can get all the way up to the statue itself. Okay. He would, he would like pick the spear up with the, with the jade dart in it and sniff it to see if there's any poison or anything on it. That's one thing I didn't check. Hold on. Um, no, it's just a, it's just a blade with a feather. So there's no poison on it. Okay. He, takes it out and sticks it in a pocket. Gingerly sticks it in a pocket so he doesn't stab himself. <laughs> yep, there you go. You right. have a feathery obsidian dagger knife looking thingy. Yep. No cool. problem. And once they get to the statue, this is where it kind of gets sort of dicey. He kind of like looks around to see whether or not you know, it's being held in or if it can just kind of be pushed out. It looks to see whether or not like the jaws have a hinge you know, just see if there's anything like that would seem out of place or if it's just like, oh, if you walk in here, you're going to get murdered by a million darts. And like, that's the whole thing. So if you're looking at the statue, it doesn't look like the, you know, the, so the jaw of the head is open, you know, the fangs and all that. So and the, the, the half of the disc is just like resting in there. So uh, let's do was it perception. Yeah, let's do a perception check. All right. Uh, seven total. Okay, so now I got a six. So it doesn't look like there's any hinge, or it looks like it's one piece of stone. So, you know, there's no, there's nothing you can see along the edges of the, the jawline or anything. You know, it, it looks like one solid piece of, the, you know, the jaw itself. It doesn't look like it's snapped down on your hand or hinged or anything. Okay. Um, did you guys follow me in, or are you still by the door, or where are you guys at? That's a tempting question. I think at a certain <laughs> point, at a certain point, I probably would have followed you. Okay. I think I think Maria would have stayed back just to make sure that if the door was going to start to shut, maybe she would actually like try to hold it. So then she after after she sees. Uh, uh, Saba started walking, and then she kind of was like, okay, well, I guess we're okay. So then she starts walking up there, too. <clears throat> All right, so he, uh, Sebastian's right behind him. He's like, ah, sh- should we Should we just should we grab it? Mm-hmm. I, I, as I'm here, uh, I'm also going to check the statue as well, I think, just in case, because I think I would study that. <laughs> so I'm going to do a perception as well, and I suck at perception, I believe. I <laughs> Uh, I've got one there as well. Uh, four plus two is six, and that be I got three, which is even less. Um, I think so. I think uh, I think if we can maybe knock it out with a spear, um, might be the smartest move. Uh, it's going to be a, uh, a dicey proposition. Whatever we do, uh, did, uh, all of the um, the holes of darts have coming out. They're all at the same height. Yeah, they're all kind of armpit level height. Then I suggest we grab it and duck. <laughs> you know, try and test it. Uh, okay. well, well, if we 
we could always have we could have Sit Lolly just at least even just back up a little bit and just try Not to kidding. poke her. Yeah, poke her. Well, yeah, just even like try before you even touch it, just put it in there just to see if there's you know no, you know like certain thing where it's like if you put it there, something sees it and it goes at it. I don't know. But, no, I like that. I like that. We might as well back up near the door again. If the door's ever going to shut, it's going to be now. Yeah. Yeah, if, if you're right, that's it, love it. We'll, uh, we'll have you knock it loose with a spear and just duck, whatever you do. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me some room. <laughs> he, he backs up and, like, kind of leans the, the tip of the spear on the, you know, on the jaw and gets back as, you know, I guess as far as he thinks is reasonable and then gives it, like, a little poke and then just drops to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so the... um. The disc, you know, just drops out of the jaws, hits the floor, and you don't see anything shoot out of the sides, and nothing drops behind you. Uh, so he, <laughs> yeah, if it's if it's close enough, so he dropped like straight down, so he's in the little safe area. If it's close enough, he'll reach and grab it. If not, he'll use the spear to kind of like, you know, lasso it back in. Okay. Yeah. So you just, you know, you nudge it back with the end of the spear or even the point of the spear and you know shimmy the disc back to you and you have it in your hands now now we have both parts and and we can open the door and we can we can get the dragon <laughs> i don't think it's that easy well no there there's the the guardian who's dead but not dead he's he's not dead but he's alive but he's he's always oh, ancient <laughs> i've fallen behind sit lally with uh with both stone pieces now and go go on you've done a good job yes yes you and you you have done except for the uh, except for the shadows you, you just didn't do good with the shadows but, but yes you are very good you were we're still here we are we are the chosen ones mm, clearly <laughs> you seem to be uh, in your element when you're out for hook, so I think I think we just gotta start following you around more. <laughs> it's so far it's worked out really well. <laughs> I am our insane leader. <laughs> yeah. Never no, sorry, how do I get to be a leader in this group? That's <laughs> <laughs> your name's on the web page. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Ah, god damn it! <laughs> well, with that being said, I guess we go back down the other hallway and stick the uh, the uh, the gold discs into the uh, the receptacle and prepare to try to kill the undead guardian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys go back. You know, you walk back up to the stairs you know, where the stairs branch off at the bottom of the stairs. You walk down the middle of the hallway to that, was it 30 meters down the passageway past the, you know, the carvings on the side and you see the, the big slab with the depression in it. Um, and you look and it looks like those two pieces can slot right in there. So we do so. Okay. So you kind of click, I guess, click them in because there's some, <clears throat> to fit in there so you put them in and the slab kind of 
I'm trying to think, would it swing up or swing sideways? I'll just say it swings sideways because the so the the giant slab kind of swings sideways and opens. Um, and in front of you, you can see it's a square chamber flanked by four sensors in full view. So I'm I'm assuming these are not ones hanging on the walls. They're kind of like ones on the floor, you know, like those wrought iron baskets with the fuel in the middle and the fire coming out. That's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. um, and so its monstrous carvings are both better illuminated and scarier than the rest of the pyramid. There's a stone slab on the floor, just like the one at the entrance, except this one doesn't slide on its own. There's a small moon-shaped pedestal on a side. An inscription on the slab reads, when the moon turns red, the priest shall rise from his, the priest shall rise to his final death. So in the room, they, I don't know if they say pedestal like there was or slab in the front. I'm assuming this is, this is a slab on the ground. I think there may have been some description from the entrance into the, the pyramid till now, but it's just like a, um, a big stone slab on the floor, um, probably about waist high. Um, and then next to it, there's a small moon-shaped pedestal. And then the, the inscription on, this, on the moon pedestal says, when the moon turns red, the priest shall rise to his final death. It's good to watch isn't it? <laughs> So that's so what I want to say. <laughs> I was going to say, red is always blood. So, <laughs> yep, you're right. So, John, we were saying in some of the emails, is there a a time, a drop dead time? I, I mean, it's what, like four in the morning for you guys? So, <laughs> well, you know, Kurt, Kurt would be the outlier, right? I mean, it's midnight almost for you. Or no, you're. No, it's 11 for me. 11. So, you have like. Like I'm assuming this is the end of the thing. Um, uh, eh? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just trying to read through. I mean, we can we can rush through it probably in an hour, but I think there is you know some stuff to do. Oh, there's the other group that comes. Mm. That's what I mean. I didn't know. I mean, if you wanted to use this as a break to get this out. And then if we could follow back up and do a two hour, you know, it's just, I, I don't think we'll be able to get all the, all the interaction at the end in. It's not I can finish it tonight or, or we can reschedule and, and do it. It's not, it's not the end of what mind. Like, I just want to have something to help yeah. promote the Kickstarter for them. So like, so even this would theoretically okay. be enough to like give them yeah. a bump and then we could finish it. You know, whenever you, we finish it, you weren't you weren't planning on going the RPPR five hour super dump of an episode. <laughs> no, anyway. No, I, I have an Adam Scott Clancy episode that I still haven't edited <laughs> because it's like six hours. No, that's shocking. What I'm like, fuck, and it, it's been like it it must be six to nine months since we played, and it was it was it was me, Adam, Ken Height, and Cody Goodfellow. So it was a great game. <laughs> Oh but I can't. God. I just don't have the time to edit it. It's fucking huge. You slacker. <laughs> <laughs> so, let, let, so I guess, you know, Daniel sounds like he's a bit flexible. Obviously, I'm good other than, you know, the Friday and Saturday this weekend. Um, 
like I said, we could. It, it's two to three hours. We'd definitely be done. And if we did, like Daniel said, if we if we did one to four, then we could, you know, pat you not know, pat it out. We could, you know, we wouldn't have to rush anything. But two hours, we definitely could do it without rushing. If we went three, then we could have a bit of, you know, explore it a bit more. So I'm fine. Like I said, with any date, I think we're on next Monday, John. So other than that, and maybe Friday and Saturday this week. But I can do so if everybody's good for Sunday, I can do Sunday. Yeah, Sunday would probably be the best for me. I don't think it would make a difference to me either. It would be fine. So just because I'm a dumb dumb, what time would that be in my time zone? Just because I don't, I don't do that right. conversion. Here. Oh, okay. So we start at seven and then we go seven, for three hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So where, where are you at, Kurt? You're. You're not east. I'm in Wisconsin. Okay, so you're an hour behind. So it's yeah, you're six behind me and Daniel. So that would be yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I, I, that works. That's that's good with everybody. I'll just let them know I'm not coming for dinner. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll be relieved. Just kidding. Probably. Well, we no. won't get any peanut <laughs> though. So your Catholic guilt's wearing on me now, John. Now I feel bad. <laughs> I, I don't have any of that. <laughs> you got to Catholic school for 12 years. And all, ways on it. <laughs> all right. Well, I will add that to the, to the calendar. Yeah. I'll put that on the calendar. Yeah. And I'll, I'll see you guys on Sunday then. Yeah. I just didn't know. I was trying to get a timing for it. I just couldn't get a good feel before we started, but it also, you know, we weren't blitzing through it like a dungeon crawl. So, you know, it was going really good. I didn't want to have to try to rush anything. So, yeah. Well, like every other game, we just sort of devolve into random role playing about shit that's not really. <laughs> but no, I think it. I think it worked really, really good. I think it worked. You know, it fit in. It wasn't like we were just doing it to do it kind of thing. Yeah, you know, there was it, no side tracking. I don't think in no. this game at all. If we if we were play testing something new to get out, you want to test it all out, and I think we did a good job with that. But we also weren't stretching it just to say, oh, we got some content to give them. I think it went really, really well. So that's why. You know, I didn't want to completely rush it and because there is a lot of cool stuff left to do. So, Cool. Yeah, I, I had only looked initially through, like, the first part um, just to see what it was. Like, if, if you weren't going to run and be like, oh, fuck, see if I could figure this out. And then you were like, no, no, I think I'm going to be okay. So I'm like, I'm not reading any of that shit because I got to keep going over the rules because I just don't want to – it's too much stuff. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it, it's fun. Maybe we could do, uh, you know, so if it only winds up taking us like, you know, an hour and a half or whatever, we can do a little bit of a wrap up, you know, kind of give our thoughts and, you know, maybe explain some of the mechanics a little bit better. Like, I think we kind of were doing that a little bit while we were playing, but not yeah. like every time like, oh, this is this and this is this. And we can always do that if it doesn't, if that doesn't fit in or, you know, people have to tap out or whatever, you and I can always just, or whoever wants to hang around, we can chat about it too. Because like I said, I'm, I'm in that, that zone right now where I can't get ready for work yet, but I will be in a little bit. So I have time to spare, you know, sure, if we're sure. running it at this time. So, you know, that's no problem. All right, cool. Well, that was, that was awesome. Thanks. Thanks for running. That was, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks yeah, guys. Was fun. I, was I, was a bit, I was a bit worried, you know, something completely <laughs> new that, no one else did but yeah that was that was a lot of fun i really enjoyed that yeah cool and and thanks you danny for uh you know skipping work and <laughs> coming and hanging out for a while any excuse <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad you could make it. Uh, you know, it's always good to get to get somebody else in. And, you know, like we were saying in email, like, we had, you know, it's just such a good time bullshitting that, you know, any any excuse to, you know, try to catch up. And, I, and I'm just real bad about, you know, following up with people. And I'm exactly the same. I said this to you before. It's like, it's yeah. just unless you've got that kind of excuse or some driving factor, it just it doesn't always happen. But that no, was, was a pleasure. I think I understand about twenty percent of the system now, so that's good. But <laughs> 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 go away and rewrote the rules. I think. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. I don't yeah. think I'll try with dice quite yet, but uh, but it's pretty cool. It, it, it's interesting. I, I think there's there's some like wording that's a little confusing. On, on some of the stuff like wow was, was that no no that was only for that and this is only for mm-hmm. this and you know being fatigued you know taking an action and being fatigued seems kind of weird i mean it'd be simpler to just say like you get one action you can yeah, counterattack yeah. or attack and that's it until your turn comes back around i think they try to make it realistic that if people are coming at you you're going to react yeah. then, but you're also not going to you know that i i can see where they're going with that but it it is trying to trying to parse all the different things sometimes, especially because it's something new and there's not that much. I don't yeah. think I've ever played that system and the other stuff they had, so it you know it's a bit harder when it's yeah. you know cold mm-hmm. turkey kind of thing. So, right. Yeah, oh, cool. Very cool. Yep. The, the, the art is fantastic. I mean, the the, yeah. the setting I think is pretty cool with the dragons and the way that they're sort of worked into the system and. Yeah, I, I, it's got a pretty cool feel to it. Yeah, and I think the the way the setting and mm-hmm. how they do all the 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 way people feel during the setting and those interactions and the you know that the interpersonal stuff. I, if you do a campaign, I think that would with the corruption and you know your you know, the xenophobia and racism or you know all that kind of stuff. I think all the different things they add into it could be really cool if you're playing a a longer campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was definitely the setting that stood out to me as, as the strongest component. And the art, I think the um, the way they put together the playtest rules uh, as a pitch to a potential backer is phenomenally good. There's so much showing the product and explaining it and so much turned over to that. I think it was great. But the setting especially, I think I think it's really strong, really quirky. Really cool yeah. mm-hmm. Very much so. Very nice. Cool. All right, well... Thank you guys, and uh, thanks everybody for checking it out. We hope if you uh, you know are interested in in what we're doing here, if the setting sounds kind of cool, or if you know you like the art, you know go when it eventually hits Kickstarter, which will be about a week and a half. Uh, you know, check them out. Uh, you know, show your support. Uh, you know, you got to support those indie creators, just like Daniel over at Deep Dark Designs. They got you know cool stuff over there. They've got like a million products coming out next year, I think he said. So. Uh, There'll be plenty of cool stuff over there. So support your indie designers and, uh, you know, you, you, you get that fun back in spades. So uh, it's definitely a worthwhile investment. And you're, you know, depending on where you're located, you're invested in your community. So that's, uh, that's awesome. So go do the thing. <laughs> all right. We'll catch you all next time. Thank Take you. care. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.